Commissioner Mary Ellen Elia, thanks for joining us and doing this interview. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Now, well, we wanted to get your reaction to some of the data uncovered in the WXXI series. 92% of teachers in Monroe County are white, and in the outlying suburbs and rural areas, 98% are white. What do you make of those numbers? Well, clearly, um, this, is, this is something that um, New York and the rest of the nation um, have to address. We do not have uh, diversity across our teaching pool, and as our student um, population shifts some, we're seeing that we, we need to become much more proactive in that. And there's a number of things that I think we have done and we need to continue to work on. Right now, um, I've been working with Chancellor Nancy Zimfer from SUNY, and we are putting together a plan to address some of the needs that we have in teacher preparation, and clearly one of those is diversity. Now that's something that you rolled out back in the spring, right? That's right. Do you, do you have any results from it yet? No, um, but, but our plan uh, is we have a roundtable of policymakers and decision makers that can help us to address this in various places. So, for instance, um, this past year, um, with the program that we have to address the um, discrepancy in outcomes for African-American Hispanic males, uh, one of the things that we're specifically targeting is how can we um, approach that in a way that provides opportunities for um, a, diverse, a diverse teacher population. So the Higher Education Opportunity Program is one of those areas where there's a targeted um, uh, opportunity for diverse teachers or potential teachers, candidates, um, to have support as they go through college. Now, it also helps all teachers who are in a position where they need extra financial support. But there is a, an attempt in that to make sure that we have diverse candidates participating. And we also have the Teacher Opportunity Corps grants under the MBK, the um, initiative specifically, that is targeting, targeting minority teachers to become teachers in our high-need urban districts. And Rochester is certainly one of those. Because the larger issue here, there's a teacher shortage right now. Well, there's a teacher shortage, and if you think about when um, students started to not think of teaching as an opportunity, it was at a time, you know, maybe in a sense like 2008, 2010, when we were going through financial difficulties, and particularly in New York State, there were many teachers being laid off. So if I'm, if I'm a freshman in college and I'm deciding what my major is going to be, I'm not sure that I would go into an area of, of education where I knew if when I got out in four years, I probably wasn't going to be able to get a job anyway. Yeah, especially and, with college being really expensive, right, and kids having more debt these days. Well, and I think that the, all those things are true. You certainly want to go into something that you know you have an opportunity when you, when you graduate to get a job. And, um, and regardless of of who those people were that were considering going into teaching, one of the things that would have turned them off to that as a career was clearly the fact they didn't think they'd have a job. And we had so many teachers being laid off in New York. Now, that is start, starting to ease up some, and we have more people that um, who may have put off retirement, and now they are, in fact, deciding to retire, and there'll be more openings. So I think we're going to work really hard to have people see the importance of teaching and, as a profession, um, the great things that come from that. 
Now, WXXI reporters and producers reached out to every superintendent in every local district, and what they got back was a joint statement, which essentially blamed Common Core for the negative publicity around um, the teaching profession. Are they just passing the buck here, or is there truth to that? Well, I think, um, first of all, using the term Common Core, it really related to many changes that were made in New York State um, in a short period of time. Certainly there were changes in standards, but, you know, we have been changing standards in the United States since 1648, so changes in standards are not something that would automatically say to teachers, you don't want to be a teacher. But what? but I, but I, I, I covered the whole uh, implementation of the Common Core, and there was a, a big fight, and frankly, a lot of teacher bashing went on. Well, and I think that is, that's absolutely um, what happened. Um, clearly, the, um, the um, rollout of new standards tied to the rollout of new assessments without um, the kind of, of support and forethought to take the standards and translate them into very workable um, curriculum in schools and lesson plans with teachers and the kind of um, professional development that was necessary. All of those did not occur to the extent that they needed to. And on top of that, there was a new teacher evaluation that um, put in a lot of stress on teachers. And after that initial um, implementation of that evaluation, where teachers and the teachers' union were part of it, it changed multiple times and became more and more focused on assessments that teachers felt were uh, they were not part of. So, And we should also mention that most of the controversy happened before your time here. You've been here about a year and a half and have been trying to kind of calm these waters. That's absolutely right. I mean, it's been a focus of the work that I've done since I came to New York um, because I, I basically feel we as educators and as professionals, and I think this gets to the issue of how important teachers are, teachers are the ones that should be driving the work and the performance and the support for our kids, and they should be telling us what they need to do that, and we should be very focused on what they tell us and use them as the great resources that they are. And uh, teachers in New York did not feel part of the development of all of the reform agenda and the work that was done. And that's something that we have to address. And we've been trying to do that. I think that as you, when you talk about um, teachers and recruiting teachers, we need to be very purposeful to make sure that we get teachers who do reflect the population of our students and and remember that as we have openings, we need to be very um, purposeful there in making sure that we have applicants to fill those positions that will be reflective of the population of students in their classes. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Thanks very much for your time. State Education Commissioner Mary Ellen Elia. Thank you. Appreciate it.